Okay, let's talk about turning addiction into sobriety. Let's back this up into some places that I don't think people know information about that's going to be very helpful about addiction. First of all, I don't think most people know that addiction is associated with the stomach meridian muscle groups on the outside back of your leg that come up your trunk and go around your mouth and up into your face. And what that means is that when the stomach is too tense, your real stomach now, not your belly, when the stomach is too tense, it drives the person into being attracted to addictive substances, whether that's cookies or how far you want to go with this in terms of addictions. So if you can take that tension out of the stomach, muscle groups, then what happens is the person starts craving real spirit in their life, having a really great life, instead of having a substitute false spirits like alcohol or sweets or things like that. Uh, I'm not a fanatic about this addiction thing. I'm not saying people shouldn't eat cookies or drink alcohol or do things like that. It's, the question is about the quantity of that and whether it's an addiction thing or whether it's something they do occasionally. So the addiction thing shows up as uh, dense fascia scar tissue in the lateral hamstrings. But the muscle group that's on the other side of that, the pancreas muscle group, is associated with temperance. And how temperance works different than how sobriety works is that if the muscle groups on the inside back of your leg are flexible and strong, if you imagine eating something or doing something involving yourself in an addictive substance, the imagination shows up about what it's like when you do that and how you feel afterwards. And that usually convinces that, that person that's doing that that they don't want to do that because it doesn't feel good to them. So they kind of know in advance through imagination it's not a good idea. They've kind of lived it through their imagination. The stomach personality type is instead associated with liking to do work that they like to do, liking to be self-expressive, dancing, singing, uh, thinking, figuring out things, speculating. So what we see is that there's a, a group of people, we have people that are addicted, and we have a group of people that are sober. And the difference between the two groups is not that the sobering group is not just not addicted. That's not really what's happening. The sobriety group has personality traits that the addictive group haven't developed yet for whatever reason. So the addictive group doesn't know to do, hasn't discovered or had the opportunity to do work that they really like to do. They haven't figured out how to self-express in a way that works for them. They haven't figured out how to think about things in the future and new things that people have never thought about that are very exciting for the future. They haven't thought about quality of foods to eat or qualities in life that they want to be having. That's what the sobering people have that the addictive people don't have. So when you're thinking about addiction and sobriety, it's really a spectrum of four things. There's an addiction, there's a non-addiction, there's a non-sobriety, and then there's a sobriety. So most people that are addicted don't want to be addicted. That's not sober. That means they're not participating or they know that the addiction is not working for them. Once they move further from that, they start to learn, 
oh, these are behaviors I don't have that sobering people have that I need to develop. I'd call that non-sobering. And then as they develop those qualities, the addiction starts disintegrating. The energy goes in to develop a quality of life, self-expression, enjoying yourself, intellectual stimulation, future-minded ideas. And that's where the energy's going and not into the addiction. So then the question is, why does the addiction show up initially to begin with with people and not with others? People that are fortunate enough to have the kind of work that they really find satisfying to do. They find themselves in situations where they're getting reinforced for being self-expressive. They're finding, thinking, they like thinking about things that are very satisfying them, particularly things for the future. And people that have not had those opportunities might be addicted instead. And so the addicted person doesn't know that those behaviors are if they had those behaviors, they wouldn't be addicted. They're just probably thinking, I don't want to be addicted. So just like in all the other videos that we describe, the body is the foundation for you psychologically and emotionally and spiritually. And so you can go into your body and remove dense fascia and scar tissue in your stomach meridian muscle group. That's stretch number five on the Genius of Flexibility webpage. And you'll start increasing the health of your stomach and that would start to develop qualities of a sobering person. And then if you stretch muscle groups on the other side, the balancing muscle group to stomach, the pancreas muscle groups, you'll develop qualities associated with temperance or using your imagination in order to temper your use of addictive substances and in order to do things that are good for you instead of things that are not good for you. Sobriety is a very mental quality, unlike, say, depression, which is more emotionally based. And so there needs to be an understanding mentally in order to understand sobriety. Whereas in something like depression, there needs to be an emotional understanding instead. Or in anger outbursts, there needs to be a physical understanding this way. So it's a very mental quality, this sobriety issue. When a person becomes more sober, they really enjoy things in their life. They look forward to things. And that's not what's happening with an addictive person. So it's very simple. Go into your stomach meridian muscle groups. Do stretch number fives. Take the dense fascia and scar tissue out of your stomach meridian, and you'll start to develop traits of a sober person. And then your energy goes into developing a life that you want to be having instead of feeling like you're suffering and you need an addictive substance to make you temporarily high. And it's a false high, that addictive substance. You get high, but it comes at a cost of toxicity to your body. It kind of takes over your life, whereas the high sobering quality that's very satisfying builds your life and builds the lives of other people. Try it. See what happens for you. Prove it to yourself.